0: April Fools! Ha ha! We did it. We said we weren't going to do it, but we did it. Jokes on you! <laughs> but in return, you get an ad-free episode, and you get to skip the intro and the outro. So we're just going to go straight into the story. So yeah, don't be don't be mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that, It was great. Happy April. Happy everyone. April. Yay! Happy spring. Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Okay, so (laughs) I was reading through some of the magazines that I've collected over the years based on that are about, like, uh, i don't know paranormal occulty related things and there was a one of them is um on like haunted places and i was reading through that and there was an article on the winchester mystery house and i like read that article and i haven't been able to like stop thinking about it so i figured <laughs> i would just cover it hell yeah because i actually like know a, i've like known about this for a really long time because when i first heard about it i was like obsessed with it um and the other thing is that like you know what you know what no i'm not gonna spoil it all right
1: oh, i'm not gonna spoil it okay okay, okay. okay. so okay. anyway
0: the winchester mystery house is in san jose california
1: sorry i'm just picking up a picture
0: yeah no that's fine <laughs> and i can't talk about the winchester mystery house without talking about the winchester repeating arms company winchester arms was a prominent maker of repeating firearms um, that was founded in 1866. It was based in New Haven, Connecticut, and it was basically like the grandchild of Smith and Wesson. So there was a clothing manufacturer named Oliver Winchester, um, who was their largest stockholder. So he was the largest stockholder for Smith and Wesson. And he ended up creating New Haven Arms, which eventually ended up becoming Winchester Repeating Arms Company. So that's basically where that company came from. So Winchester's claim to fame is that it produced the 1914 Enfield rifle and M1917 Enfield rifle that the British and the United States both used during, during World War I. And so they produced a lot of guns, and those guns killed a lot of people.
1: I would like to say... The reason that these guns killed so many people was because they were the first gun of their kind that, like, allowed for, like, seamless reloading. And yeah. so, yeah, it just allowed them to kill a lot a lot of people a lot faster. So that's mm-hmm. why they were so popular.
0: Yeah, that's what the repeating, like, firearms thing mm-hmm. is about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So no other guns had that before that. Um, Correct yes what a time
0: yeah world war one fun times so (laughs) oliver winchester eventually died in september 1880 his son and successor william Wirt winchester
1: wait his initials are www
0: yes that's correct that's so funny i was almost like waiting for you to pick up on that um yeah, William
1: Wirt Winchester. Well, I got stuck on Wirt for a second, because that's the character from uh, Over the Garden Wall.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's where I recognized that from. Okay, I was like, why is Wirt such like a... Yeah, familiar name.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Got
0: it. Got it. So he... Okay, so his his son took over, and he eventually died of tuberculosis. That checks out. <laughs> William Wirt Winchester's... It's very fun to say very fast. William Wirt Winchester... William Wirt Winchester. William Wirt Winchester. Uh, his wife was Sarah Lockwood Winchester. And full disclosure, I have, a re- I have a soft spot for this woman. Yeah. I love this woman. And you are going to see why. So after losing her husband, Sarah inherited $20 million, which is $550 million about today. Mm-hmm. Also, a 50% holding in the Winchester Arms Company and a $1,000 a day income, which in today's money is about $30,000 a day.
1: I would take $1,000 a day.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: That's fucking ridiculous.
0: Yes. Uh, So at this point, she was one of the wealthiest women in the world because of this inheritance. Sarah and William had one child, uh, Annie Pardee Winchester. She was born on June 15th, 1866, and she passed on July 25th,
1: 1866. Oh, yikes.
0: So, only survived a little over a month. So, um, after losing her husband and her child, basically all she had left was money, <laughs> and she ended up going to Boston to see a medium because she was struggling and this medium supposedly supposedly channeled her late husband and claimed that Sarah was being tormented by the spirits of the people who had died at the hands of Winchester Rifles. The medium told her to move across the country where she must build a home for those spirits to live in. And the key thing is that she must continuously build and never, ever, ever stop. So she now believed that her family and her fortune and I mean, in a sense, in essence, like she was haunted by mm-hmm. all of these spirits. So in 1866, um, Sarah bought a farmhouse and a ranch in San Jose that was originally called Yanata Villa. Is that how you pronounce it? It's located at 525 South Winchester Boulevard. So they ended up actually naming a street after this house. Or after her, I guess. Mm -hmm. So she bought it, and building pretty much immediately began, because this was an unfinished farmhouse that she had bought. And she had a crew that was working day and night on this house, nonstop. And... (sighs) The thing about this house is that she did not get the aid of an architect or anything like that so she was just pretty much going into this and just adding stuff on as as they went and you know telling her um telling her contractors like to basically just do stuff as they go so this house ended up with doors and stairs that didn't go anywhere Um, like stairs that go straight up into the ceiling doors that open into walls (laughs) there are windows that look into other rooms so creepy Uh, like even into even into like bathrooms and stuff like that that's just that's just part of like the weird stuff about this house it's not even it Um, but it started out being seven stories high at its highest it was seven stories high and then in 1906 there was an earthquake and um, it was a 7.9 magnitude earthquake. Is that big? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I'm not I'm not up to date on uh earthquakes and their strengths, I guess. So,
0: the biggest the biggest higher the biggest earthquake ever recorded was like a 9.5. Oh shit. Okay. Yes. And this was a uh, what did I say? 7.9. 7. Yeah. yeah. So that's like yeah, that's bad. So, uh after this earthquake the house only had four stories. So part of the house had to come down, but it did survive for the most part because it was built on like a floating foundation, which Mm -hmm. is like what a lot of like houses that are like made for around like areas that are uh, prone to earthquakes. It's like what they're made out of. Yeah. So it did survive, but now it only had four stories. The house was made mostly out of Sarah's favorite wood, which was redwood. But the thing is she didn't really like the color and what it looked like so she had a faux grain put on it and she had it stained like she had a faux grain and stain put on
1: it what is the point of getting why did
0: there's a lot of things that don't make sense man you're not gonna want to start asking questions
1: (laughs) why was that her favorite wood but she didn't even like it I don't know. Maybe she like maybe she was like, "Oh, I love redwood
0: and just build it out of redwood." And then like she looked at it and she was like, "Oh, I don't like it. Put something over it." Oh, okay. Like, I f- I feel like that would be very yeah yeah something that would
1: happen. Or maybe she liked redwood trees. Maybe <laughs> and she's yeah. like, "Oh, I want that in my house." And she's like, "Oh, the inside doesn't look as nice as the outside of trees."
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe there's that. Yep. Mm, mm. Hmm. Hmm. So there's now a faux, like, layer. So funny. Approximately 20,500 gallons or 78,000 liters of paint was used on this house.
1: That's so much.
0: Yes. Um, so total, the house has 161 rooms. 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, one unfinished. So only one of the ballrooms is functional. Um... 47 fireplaces with 17 chimneys, so not all of the fireplaces have chimneys, and two of the chimneys are not finished. There's evidence of them. Okay, yeah. There are over 10,000 panes of glass, three elevators, and two basement levels to this house. I couldn't find a square footage on it. Honestly, I'm not really sure if anybody knows how many square feet this place is. I'm not even sure if that's something you can calculate. But... At one time, it sat on 162 acres of land, so oh, there was shit. a lot of space around it, but now it only sits on 4.5. So everything has been pretty much built up around this house over time. Yeah. That checks
1: out. Yep.
0: So, when it was first built, it had, I think it still does have, um, gold and silver chandeliers, hand-inlaid parquet floors, and a trim. She decorated it with like a ton of colors like it was super colorful like it was like a really pretty place but there was only one working toilet and it was miss winchester's um the others were decoys and what i mean by that is that sarah was pretty much convinced that if she kept building this house and she made it as confusing as possible the spirits wouldn't be able to find her and she would confuse the spirits, so these extra bathrooms were just decoys for the spirits. That's your bathroom. I have mine, mm-hmm. basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> so wild. Um, and Sarah, Sarah slept in a different room every night. Was the other thing. So there were mol- there was a whole bunch of bedrooms, and she would sleep in a different room every night because she wanted to confuse the spirits. That's really fucking sad. <laughs> yes, and that's why I, that's why like I think I'm like so. Like, I feel for Sarah so much because she went to a psychic because she had just like lost her husband and her child and was like looking for help. And this psychic like told her to go build this insane house and never stop building and basically told her she was being tormented by all of the spirits of the people that her family's guns had killed.
1: And it had nothing to do with her. It was her father's company. Like, it wasn't even. She married into the family. Yes. Like, come on, man. Yep. That's not nice. (sighs) Don't say that to someone. Like, even if you personally hate guns, like... I,
0: I, like, doubt that was... (sighs) Sorry. (laughs) I doubt that was a real medium, to be honest with you. Yeah. So it's wicked sad. So, basically, um, she had all this money, like I said, and she had pretty much... I guess, figured out a way to survive in this house. Um, And part of that was she added a bunch of modern amenities. And those included forced air heat, modern plumbing, gas lights. And there were elevators with with rare pistons that were horizontal. And I guess that was like her choice. Like when they were like looking at elevators, she was like, oh, I want the rare ones with like the crazy pistons because it's like more efficient or something like that cool cool so she was very like particular about this house um there were also a bunch of stained glass windows some of them are still like in the house
1: but uh um, i actually just clicked on an image that is all of the stained glass windows in the winchester house they took them out and they hung them all up together there's a fucking oh, lot of them nice wait i want to look at that yeah
0: that's so cool okay so that's so there's one of them Is it in there? I don't know if I see it. Maybe it's in the back. (gasps) Oh, I do see it. Cool. Okay, 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 okay. So if you uh, go on the Winchester Mystery House website, there's a page. It's all in the details. Stained glass. I think this is like a post of some sort. And you can kind of see it in the background. There's one called the Spiderweb Window, which was never installed. It features the number 13 which Sarah Winchester was very preoccupied with. So when you're looking at the back, there's like a, a blue and yellow one. Yeah. And I think there's like little
1: dots. Yeah.
0: That you can see that there might be thirteen of them. I can't count them, Two, three, but four, um
1: five, six. I think there's thirteen on there. Yeah. It looks like there is, yeah. Oh, there's a close up one. Huh perfect. Oh, nice. I wanna see it.
0: Ooh, yeah. That's really cool. It's really cool.
1: I also like spider webs in the number thirteen. Me too. That's Me wild. Too.
0: I know. And that that's like gorgeous. It's really pretty. It's really pretty. Um, but apparently she like never hung it up. And um there's there was a room in the house, or there is a room in the house, that they call the twenty-five thousand dollar storage room. That's like the name for it. And they called it that because there was about $25,000 worth of stuff in this room and that's where that was yeah. until I guess now where they have it hung up. So, I'm stoked that they have them all hung up. That's really cool. Yeah. Um there was there's another window, haha, that was designed by Louis Tiffany of Tiffany & Co.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: They don't have a picture of it. Uh probably because it's still installed.
1: Hm. That would make sense.
0: Um but <laughs> I want to see this one because it was made from prismatic crystals and it was meant to cast a rainbow into the room. Cute. You know how I have that film on my windows? Yeah. Like I love that. But they installed it in an interior wall that doesn't get any, like it's in a room that doesn't get any light at all. So it's just kind of there. It's not that really like being used to its a full potential. Tragedy. Isn't it? <laughs> It makes me so sad. Uh, Oh, another weird thing that Sarah Winchester did was she had a houseboat on San Francisco Bay, which became known as Sarah's Ark. And she had insurance on it because she was worried about a second great flood.
1: Oh.
0: Um, So I don't know if like that's... A rumor just because you know people are like oh sarah winchester's crazy or if like she just did that because people that like had a really high social standing in california just like had insurance for their boats and stuff yeah um so i don't know if that's like just a rumor but it was destroyed by a fire in 1929 wow interesting unfortunately a fire on the water yes Which is actually, I think, like, one of the most common ways that, like, boats like that... That's so funny. ...end up getting destroyed. (laughs)
1: Like, they never leave the harbor, so they just burn down.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they burn down or they sink. So, um, I hope she had insurance against that. If not, I mean, honestly, she's probably okay. Probably. Probably fine. Oh, well, actually, or now that I'm looking at the dates... I guess that she didn't leave or didn't live to see that fire. So she didn't live to see her Ark get destroyed, which I guess is good. Um, She died on September 5th, 1922 and she died of heart failure in her sleep. So she did pass peacefully. It sounds like that's good. Her remains lay at Alta Mesa cemetery. Oh wait, her remains used to be at Alta Mesa cemetery. Um, but they were transferred with her sisters along to or, uh, to New Haven, where she was from. Um, so she was ma- buried next to her husband and their child. Good. So she left a will when she died that was written in 13 sections. And she had signed it 13 times. Obviously. Obviously. Obsessed with the number 13. Um, she left all of her possessions to her niece who was also, I think, her secretary, her private secretary, um, Marion I. Marriott, who uh, took what she wanted and then just auctioned the rest off. According to the current owners of the house, it took movers eight truckloads a day for six and a half weeks to empty the entire house of furniture. Although apparently the person who wrote a biography about her disputes that claim, says that's like an exaggeration. So I don't know.
1: I don't know. That's still a lot.
0: Yes. I'm sure it was still a lot. And I'm sure it was a lot of work to get things out of the house, because it was, like, basically a maze.
1: Yeah. When everything's a maze and an antique.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. And everything's, like, expensive. And, like, the walls are expensive, because they're made of redwood. And, like... (laughs) So, the thing about her will is that she did not put her mansion into her will at all. So... I guess eventually it was sold to a local investor for $135,000.
1: Oh my God.
0: Yes. (sighs) Yes. But the thing is, is that appraisers had basically considered the house to be worthless because there was still a lot of damage from the earthquake and there it had gone through a second earthquake, I think, in like the 60s. It went through a second earthquake. So there was a lot of damage from the earthquake. And... (laughs) <laughs> just, like, the way the house was built just, like, didn't make any sense. Like, there were bathrooms that were, like, not functional. Like, so appraisers went in and were like, this house is, like, basically worthless. And so the investor bought it. And then John and uh, Mamie Brown leased and eventually purchased the house. So five months after Sarah Winchester's death, they had turned it into um, basically a a museum that was open to the public. So it happened very quickly. And Mamie was the first tour guide for this house. Cool. One of the owners was. So yeah. Oh, so Santa Clara Los Gatos Boulevard, um, which was originally in front of the house, later got renamed to Winchester Boulevard, like I said, after the house. The house is open to the public every day, except for Christmas Day. And you can tour both the house and the grounds. And that's basically it.
1: Is it haunted?
0: Okay, so I guess there are like two entities that people report. So a number of employees and a few visitors claim to have crossed paths with Clyde, a mustache man sometimes seen pushing a wheelbarrow in the basement or trying to repair the fireplace in the ballroom. He's been described to management roughly like this. We really like the actor who was repairing the ballroom fireplace wearing white overalls and a Victorian boater hat. We hadn't hired an actor. This yes. is, like, on their website. Apparently, people also get, like, tugs on their, like, shirts and their skirts during tours, and um, people hear, like, footsteps above them. The footsteps thing, I don't, I'm not really sure about that. You don't know how, like, how sound works in that house. Yeah. So I, I'm going to have to say I'm not sure about the footsteps thing. So, yeah, it's apparitions and footsteps, which so that's the thing. Um, I'm not really sure if it is, because that's like one of the things that I feel like everybody says is that like it's haunted. But like, honestly, in my research, I did not really find that much about it being haunted. I think that like maybe when you go, it's just really disorienting. And like you feel uncomfortable in there and there's reflections, you know, people are, if people are, you're on a tour, which, okay, they keep the tours very together because they don't want you to get lost. And they're very insistent on like, do not break from the group. So if you're in a group together and you're touring the house and you see somebody else's reflection off of a window or something, you might think that you're seeing an apparition or something like that.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: And I, like, really think that's what it is because I, like, tried to look up, like, stories about hauntings and stuff and there's really not that much. That's pretty funny. Up until Zach Bagans went to investigate it, um, I don't really think
1: (laughs) it was... Anyone considered it haunted?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, pretty common with, like, a lot of, like, these common stories or a lot of these modern stories. You get, like, a mainstream ghost hunting team that goes somewhere most likely zach bagans and you know interviews a bunch of people that seemingly kind of come out of the woodwork and then you get the story that it's haunted so i'm not really sure i'm not really sure yeah i don't know but i can i can see why a lot of this stuff could be you could easily dismiss it because the house is just so insane yeah so I don't know. If anybody has been there and experienced anything weird, I, like, definitely want to hear about it. I absolutely want to go someday.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I just want to look at it. And Me be too. like, what oh. the fuck, dude? I love this.
0: I mean, it's, like, the Queen Anne, like, Victorian style. Yeah. I love those houses. It's gorgeous. It looks like a gorgeous house.
1: She had very good taste, okay? Sarah Winchester I, oh had very God. good taste.
0: Absolutely. 100%. She has she has really long eyelashes in her portrait painting.
1: <laughs> well do you wanna medicate me? I do. I do. I wanna get some water first though.
0: That's fair. I've got a cool little curly hair right Ooh, here.
1: Love that. Love that for my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright. I need to rebundle myself up for I am a little chilly right now. Alright. So let me just snug it. Snug it up. Snug it up. I didn't bring my glasses over. Alright, I'll just move my screen closer. Fuck. Alright. So, um I feel like we haven't talked about this before. But I also don't know.
0: Okay, whatever. Like if if we have, it's not a big deal. Whatever, we'll talk about it again.
1: Okay. Um, like, <laughs> today I wanted to talk about how edibles work.
0: We've kinda I- talked about it, yeah. I
1: don't know. How man. the
0: how the like The fats do the thing with the lipids and the junk?
1: Fuck. I don't know. I did talk about it. No. Let me find something else. It's fine. No, it's fine.
0: (laughs) Dude, honestly, just go on High Times and find a recent article. (laughs) That's been doing it for me. Great. Wow. (laughs) I might just subscribe to High Times, not
1: gonna lie. (laughs) Okay, wait. Wait. I need... Okay. 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 Let me just scan this article. What pulled me in was... Oh, sorry, what? No, 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 go, 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 go. I was going to say what pulled me in was cannabis in Greece. Oh! As far as I know. That's very relevant. Greece has never been pro drug. So. I'm interested. Yeah. Weird. Interesting. 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 Okay, so this is actually pretty cool. So. High Times gave me this article. It's written by Marguette. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh. I don't know how the fuck to say that name. I'm really sorry. Margarite? <laughs> Arnold? Marguerite? There's a U in it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, And it came out yesterday. <laughs> nice. So, in Greece, right now, they have... Very quietly, I guess, been moving in on legalizing marijuana and have been, like, putting all of their, like, regulations and stuff in place before trying to legalize. So, they've been planning for this and now they're, like, ready to, like, take a step in legalizing. And it's because... Cannabis is basically their last resort. Um, so Greece got hit really hard um, in the last fifteen years with two once in a century economic collapses. Love that for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, um, and especially with COVID now, um, and they basically lost like s- it's six point eight percent of their total economy was like tourism wow um so basically bringing putting making anything legal in a country that was already like famous for tourism makes it even more attractive to tourists because like who isn't gonna want to like book a vacation to like a greek island and just like smoke a bunch of weed yeah. That sounds great.
0: I mean, I want to do that.
1: Yeah. Um, apparently Germans love Greece, but Germany is not on any, like, track to legalize weed. And they're already, like, really excited about it. So weird. That's pretty okay. Funny. Yes. So basically, they're trying to legalize cannabis very soon. Like, they have. I'm not sure if there's, like, a vote coming up or something or anything like that, or it's just, like, in the works of happening. um, But basically, they're just legalizing cannabis so they can get more tourists. And I love that for them.
0: I do, too. I mean, that's good. It's good for, like, other things besides tourism, too, so, like.
1: Yeah, so, like, they really need to see, like, an economic growth in their country because, you know, a lot of it is not doing well. Like, they're not doing well as a country, I would say. So, like, having some sort of, well, a brand new industry would, you know, provide so many things, like, jobs if there's, like, an unemployment yeah, I like, mean, I
0: would absolutely
1: move to Greece to, like,
0: start a, like, cannabis-related company.
1: You yeah, know? like, that would be sick. That sounds great. Yeah. And I don't speak any Greek, so Mm-mm. that would be fun. <laughs> I'd learn it. This. I'd learn it. I know the alphabet already. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, 10 years of Greek school. Okay, and then there was also another thing that popped up about Kratom. And I just want to look at it real quick and see if I can rant about it. Oh no,
0: Kratom again. Did we rant about Kratom like on the show or was that just us
1: talking? I don't I can't, think we've don't done remember. it on the show. and I don't, Oh, okay. I think this is just like a Kratom ad. Weird. Yeah, it just, they don't talk about any of the negative stuff that like is associated with Kratom either. That's like oh. blinding. So that's interesting. Mm. But that's that's it, yeah. Love weed in Greece. Yeah.
0: I've never been to Greece and I would love to go, but like, that's one of the reasons why I haven't gone is because of like everything that's been going on for the last however many years. I know. So it's just not, it just hasn't been a good place to travel to in general. So,
1: so hopefully they can uh, get their shit back together. And it said, look for definite changes in the next two years. Nice. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm, hmm Woo! Yeah, but um I don't have anything else to say. Do you have anything else to say?
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Jess. And I'm Sam. And this has been Your Brain On Weird.
1: Bye. Bye.